Let's all get into the freaking podcast. It's the best kind of podcast. Cause it's my kind of podcast. And it's your kind of podcast. And it's our kind of podcast. So it's time for the podcast. So let's start the podcast right now. Okay. Yeah, Susie's so okay. not happy about it. <laughs> guys. Hello, everyone. Guys. Hello. Susie, <laughs> my dearest, mm-hmm. sweetest, darlingest, sunshine of the morning. <laughs> Stop it. Angel of my life. <laughs> is sick. It's no good. It's no good. Good for nothing over here. I'm just happy we don't share a mic. Right? I was thinking about if we had like if we rented out a studio and like you know when you oh, share microphones with yeah. people, how gross that is. Whoa, gross. So just Adam. We'll, we'll, yeah. But he's yeah, already but sick. You know, yeah, and you guys are like making out anyway. Hopefully so. you don't get sick. That's oh, all I, I want. Know. I don't know. I'm immune. I don't. I only get sick two times a year: Christmas and my birthday, or not Christmas, Thanksgiving and no. I'm, I just keep you naming okay? holidays. No, <laughs> Halloween and my birthday, I tend to get that's a, a little bit thing. sick. That's no, a made-up thing. it's totally true. It, ask my mother. That's the only time I ever got sick. And then I got the flu shot, and now I haven't been sick in like three years. Knock on wood. Welcome to episode 178. <laughs> <laughs> Susie's uh, not feeling so great. Not feeling great, but that's okay. The show must go on. It must. And and that's all that matters. I, entertainment. Um, wanted to mention... I. For some reason, this is a weird thing that keeps happening on my Instagram. And I don't know why this year, but ever since I started wearing boots, uh-huh. I post pictures and I'm wearing boots. And people from Canada keep saying, does everyone in America wear shoes in the house? Or like, And they're like, no shade, just curious. And really? I don't... Yeah, and this is like, and then there'll be like a long thing of like, I thought the same thing. Why is she wearing boots in the house? Oh, and so I wanted to talk about your what's your policy on shoes in the house? Well, my policy is shoes in the house are fine, but (laughs) I have no carpet. Yeah, and all really cold floors. Mm -hmm. So your little feetsies, and I have dogs, so it. Feetsies, uh, and yes, I said plural dogs because right. as of yesterday, now I have two dogs. Uh, but that's another story. And so, yeah, so I just think that it's okay if people wear their shoes in the house. Plus, I'm not going to be that person to force somebody to take their shoes off. This is there what I want to talk about. so many feet out there that I don't want to see. Well, this is the thing. Oh, is nor like- do I want people to see mine or my socks. <gasps> Well, when I go to the airport now, I really put a lot of thought into Me what too. socks I'm wearing because you, they're going to be on display. And you know what? Speaking of socks, yeah, I'm mad at the whole sock industry. <laughs> All of them. Okay. Specifically ones designed for socks designed for women because my husband can buy them in a pack where they're all one color and yeah. all one Uniform, style. right. You know how hard it is to find a pack of... I feel like now they do these weird things. Like I went out and got... um, I was looking for white Converse socks that you wear with like Converse or Vans, like the really low-cut ones. And they write Converse on one bottom and All-Stars on the other. So not even... the They're the same sock, but they say two different things on them. And... That bothers you? It wouldn't bother me, but it's just like a further... it's hard to match them. It's hard to you go. You don't know which one goes with which, and then all, all sometimes they'll come in a pack where they'll be like little things are different, and I like or, or you get the ones where I'm, I'm wearing ones right now that have like orange stitching that say the the name of the brand, 
and it came in a pack of six, and every one had a different color stitching. That's weird. I know, and I can't find any uniform freaking socks for women that are all the same color. She's outraged. I'm totally outraged. That's They're really coming like weird. packs of two. <laughs> I don't buy them in packs, let me tell you. Why? What do you buy? I like cute ones. But it, like... Different designs. Yeah, but then what if you lose one? What if I lose one? Yeah, what if you lose What if you then lose? Then the party's sock? over on that sock. Oh, well, yeah, but like... If you, <laughs> so if, they're, if they're all matching, then the odds... I like, see what you're saying. You see what I'm saying? You can lose one and then it's like, what if? That one just... We always have like a rando that floats through wow. every load. I don't have that problem. Uh, you're more organized. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Okay, so here's what I want to know. Because here's the thing. With the people that make you take their, your shoes off. Mm, mm, I mm. really hate it when they do it when you go over. Like you get real dressed up and you oh, wear heels. Forget right? it. And then they're like, okay, put your shoe. What? And now all of a sudden my pants are dragging on the floor? Right. Like a crazy person? So people that are in that camp would yeah. argue it's unsanitary. There's so many germs on the bottom of your shoe. It's disgusting to tramp them into your, mm-hmm, trample mm-hmm. Them into your house. And what... This is anecdotal, and people are going to start a thread in the Brain Candy Crush about how stupid I am and how (laughs) I'm a terrible person. But this has been my experience. Yeah. Poor people. (laughs) Susie's family. (laughs) Right. And sometimes mine every now and then. You know, like working class folks and poorer folks, they don't care because their carpets aren't great. It doesn't matter, whatever. It's a free-for-all. I love that. Super cash. Super rich people. Like billionaire people when mm-hmm. I go to their house. Also don't care. Also don't oh care. Oh my gosh, you this is a real thing. Yeah. Susie, you've just discovered something. I believe that the people that care the most yeah. and want you to take those dang shoes off yeah. are like either the nouveau riche, yeah. where like they just came into a little bit of money and they can't believe they have these awesome carpets and they don't ever want to get any stains on them. Or like, you know, middle class people who like can't afford to get new carpet and they're trying to preserve it as long as possible. Or a couple of dinks. What's that? Double income, no kids. Double income, no kids. Oh, wait. They make you take your shoes off? Well, I'm just saying. They, they're the ones who are, like, making making money, don't have any kids, so they're not used to, like, kids But they're not making a everything. ton of dough, or they wouldn't give a crap because they could replace And then, like, I've seen those. You know what it makes me think of is uh, the couple from Best in Show that are the ones. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like they <laughs> would make you take your shoes off, and they just, like have a sep- like a special room for their dogs yeah. and they care about stuff like- and they have white carpet and white couches and right. nobody should ever have that but they don't have enough money to like if they if something Spill gets on, on it right, right. That, they're stuck yeah. forever with that couch freaking out <laughs> freaking out freaking. that's my uh-huh. personal anecdotal mm-hmm. experience mm-hmm. don't tell me how you're a billionaire and you care about shoes taken off. i don't want to hear about i that. will say when growing up my mom had a shoe basket and we, and I think with kids, that's a good one. When they come in with my, and also now thinking yeah, about the Canada kids, thing. Because they're gross. I think in Canada, there's probably more mud. Well, they said there's a lot of snow. Yeah, snow, And in mud, Pittsburgh, it was dirt. like that. 
too. And don't track that shit in my house. Yeah, so but we don't it. live there. We don't. We live in California where most of the time people are in flip-flops. So don't make me go from one little piece of plastic around my foot to no pla- nothing on my foot because it's pretty much the same. I will not. If you invite me over to your house, I'm speaking mostly about guests. Like it's one thing to do with your family, whatever yeah. works best for yeah. you people. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. when you yeah. invite people over, do not tell them to disrobe in any way. <laughs> Even if it's just shoes or whatever, unless it really is like there's tons of snow right, everywhere or right. something like that. Take your GD shoes off. Can you imagine if you went to Jen no. Aniston's house and she was like, oh, but oh, can you just take your shoes could off? Could you imagine if Jen Aniston came to your house and you were like, Jen, can you take your shoes off? That doesn't work either way you tell that story. Right. It's just weird. Oh so my God. I, my shoes are always on. But anyway, I read that this so article funny. that made me think that goes with that. It was actually not an article. It was a thread on Reddit. Uh-huh about wall-to-wall carpeting and the history of wall-to-wall carpeting. Uh-huh. It was totally interesting. I knew you were going to like something like that. It was like, you know, you think, well, what could there really be? It's right. like, it's warm. I don't know. That's why we do it. But yeah. there's all this stuff about how like it came to be. So like be, the very thing about people think it's disgusting to keep your shoes on is kind of the thing where like it used to be the case that even if you had carpet all over the floor yeah. it wasn't tacked down because you wanted to be able to take it out and right. beat it to get the dirt off yeah so this idea of making it tacked down has a history of like why did we start doing that yeah if we can't then clean it properly etc and um for it started with a, a carpet lobby who so in 1952 only two percent of u.s households even in the master bedroom had carpeting then big carpet then big carpet Came around and changed all that. They had a lobby and it increased the value of your home, the government decided. Uh, uh-huh. So that was the first well, thing. Probably, I mean, and what year are we talking for this? This was the 50s. Okay, so maybe added warmth. We got central a, heating so, and. And they started stuff. a marketing campaign where they said it, it added warmth, but not just like, it, you know, cold. Like cozy. But yeah. Uh huh. So it was like post war, like go in your house and feel warm and cozy. It does have that. And then something warmth. I never thought of which was the improvement of the vacuum. Uh-huh. I was just going to say that how the heck do you... Because cl- now thinking about how I don't have wall-to-wall carpet, I sure do have to sweep and see a lot of hairs. And I wonder, I never vacuumed that much. And That's what's I, crazy. So it just was in there. Carpeting is pretty gross. Super gross. But it is warm. Yeah, super warm. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know... not loud. Oh, that's true. Because I remember my mom made the decision to carpet our kids' rooms upstairs. And I think before they had wood floor and she could hear every single creak, every single step that all the kids made. She's like, carpet that shit. Yeah, I can see that. It's a a good insulator for sound. Sound absorber, whatevs. Right. Yeah. So there you go. That was my wall-to-wall carpet story. (laughs) You're welcome. I like it. Well, uh, yeah, I have an insane story. And, well, it's not really a story. It's just like, here's this thing I'm going to tell you about that's crazy. Yeah. So there's a restaurant in New York called the Spotted Cheetah. Okay. That serves a particular kind of food. Oh, yeah. Cheetos. Yes! What the GD hell is going on there? Yeah. I heard it's good, though. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, I don't know if that's accurate. What's their Yelp well, review? Well, you also like Funyuns and Fritos and all that stuff. Well, mm-hmm. and every time I come over to your house, I always I love Cheetos. In- indulge I love as well. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it makes sense. But I don't know, $22 a plate for some, like, flaming hot foie gras. <laughs> that's a real thing on <laughs> the menu. Flaming hot. 
Right. Well, yeah. how many different flavors are there? Is this just regular and flaming hot? Is that what oh. we're dealing with? No, you know what they just came out with? A sweet one. And they call them Cheetos sweet- Sweetos or something like that. That's weird. Yeah. Like cinnamon? Or yes. Oh my God. Yeah, good guess. <laughs> what else could it be? But Well, I don't know, like Muddy Buddy style. like like. What's chocolate. that? Oh my God. You don't know what a Muddy Buddy, Chex Muddy Buddies mix are? Oh my God. I'm going to change your life on Christmas. I might, but I've never heard that word, those oh, words together. It's like with the chocolate and the powdered sugar and it's got all the good stuff. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! Get out! I'm gonna! I'm just gonna just make your head explode. You should start a restaurant with just money. Just it's a real limited menu. Wait, so you're trying to tell me? Yeah, that if I took you to the spotted cheetah, no, I'd eat it. Yeah, you'd eat it. Well, yeah, but if you gave me a choice of three restaurants and it doesn't appeal to you, I mean, I I just think we're going through this weird trend that I'm seeing of fast food companies. I went. This led me down a hole. As things usually do. Right. So I was thinking, gosh, why are fast food companies making all these moves to advertise in unique ways? Like the Doritos company teamed up with Taco Bell. And yeah, they made that's something, something like I billions wholeheartedly of like, support. I don't know how much, but that, that advertising campaign turned out fantastic for the Taco Have Bell Have you Dorito ever had company. one? No. Well, they're delicious. Yes. Apparently other people thought so too, and they loved it. Okay. And then I thought back to, I went to this jack-in-the-box promotion like event one night that I was invited to with me, some of the gals from the, the show Laguna Beach were there, and it was a concert that Jack in the Box did where they were launching those midnight meals, midnight <laughs> munchie meals or whatevs, mm-hmm. and I was like, munchie meal, yeah, you got your target audience right here. <laughs> right, they knew who to invite right, to that party. I don't like fast foods or whatevs. But they were passing around at the, like, passing on fancy plates hors d'oeuvres that were all jack-in-the-box themed, but with a fancy yes. twist. I'm so into this. I'm like, man, people are, like, really classing up fast food. And you're not on board. Well, it reminded me of an article I read about things millennials are killing. Uh-oh. And things that are becoming obsolete because of millennials. I just saw a thread in Brain Candy Crush about how people are sad because we are mean about millennials. I think this is good, and I am a millennial. So, <laughs> and I'm one of the things that millennials are making obsolete are fast food restaurants. Uh, oh, so right. to tie this all together, I think these are last ditch. <laughs> to tie this right, all together. These are last ditch efforts from the from the uh, fast food companies to get millennials excited about food. What did millennials like to eat? Not fast food. I think they like healthy food that is quick, like Chipotle's. And I don't know, those other Good kinds for them. of Yeah, I think so too. I mean I don't relate at all, but Millennials are also making paper napkins obsolete. My God. We've adapted the paper towel and I'm all for it. You are kidding me. You you don't know about this? Do you even use napkins in your house? I use cloth napkins. Okay. What? You're against that? No, I'm for that. And I'm thinking like I have cloth napkins. I should use those more regularly. <laughs> Why don't you? I don't know. I like You're take not- them out for guests. It's like your show towels. <laughs> so stupid. Okay, so you're trying to tell me yeah. millennials don't yes. like napkins, they prefer paper towels. Correct. They've now they just buy paper towels and it's... they don't really use napkins. Napkin. Millennials, you've gone too far. Too far. I really don't like that. Yeah. That, I don't like when people millennials give me a are giving towel. up the paper napkin with an eighty six percent of millennials saying that they are opting to use a paper towel as a napkin at the dinner table, according to a 2016 study from a market research company. I wonder what that is about. 
And it says the good news is experts say paper towels' ability to clean up messes make it more versatile and economical <laughs> choice. So stupid! Stop it with all of this. <laughs> we have hit a new low. What? Like I, I can't know. believe this is a thing. But I wish someone could explain it to me. Why? The, see, this mm-hmm. is something that's probably on Reddit that I will then find this mm-hmm. like historian that is an expert in napkin history and why? Because right, like. W- I can understand yeah. why you'd opt for the paper towel, yeah. but wonder why the previous boomer generation was super into the uh, yeah. napkin. And there was a. I'll tell you what I'm into. What are you into, sis? Birch box. I am too. Right? Tell me. I mean, what is not to love about beauty products sent to your door? Well, and I like trying new things. Right. And that's the whole thing is that like Birch box is a, a beauty subscription service that sends you makeup and beauty products that you might not otherwise try. And so you can get this mix of different well-known brands and indie brands and try new things. But, you know, and then decide what you like and buy more of it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's what a great- size bottles do you get? Like, what are we talking here? We're talking about full size. What? Mm-hmm. Okay. There yeah. you go. <laughs> and uh, for our listeners, you get 20% off all gift subscriptions because you can give it to your girlfriend or your mom or your sister. Great. Or the guy in your life. What do I care? Beautify you him. Do. Yeah. And a limited time. Uh, yeah, because they actually have boy ones too. Oh, really? Yeah. They oh, have a grooming, like grooming box. Oh, cool. Birchbox man. Oh. Yeah, so for our listeners, you get 20% off all gift subscriptions. Uh, it's only through Christmas Day, though, so you got to act fast. Ooh. And you go to birchbox.com slash braincandy and enter our code braincandy. So definitely do that and get a nice gift for the lady or man in your life that likes beauty supplies and deliciousness. Wonderful. Um, okay, well, you don't care about paper towels, but... <laughs> Is there? Is, <laughs> I do. Is I there, care deeply. Or maybe you care more about napkins. I don't even know. But <laughs> it made me think, is there something that from your childhood or that you remember that's now obsolete, that's like a food item or something that we had that now we don't have? Yeah. There what? are two things. So oh. there was a cereal that was out <gasps> briefly. What? S.W. Graham. S.W. Graham? It sounds like I'm making it up. It and sounds I like the feel name like I... of the Monopoly guy's brother. <laughs> Like, if you were like, the Monopoly guy's brother's name is S.W. Graham, people would be like, oh, I believe that. Right, that sounds right. <laughs> and it was so good, and it was super expensive. Even the 80s, it was like six bucks a box. What? And it was a small box. What the heck is in there? It Gold? was so good. But then where did it go? What is it? Sweet, sugary, sour? It was Not sweet. sour. That's ridiculous. It was sweet, and it was sort of kind of like life cereal, but and maybe like a mini-week shape. It was just uh-huh. really good. And there was also this limited time thing at McDonald's one time called... Oh, gosh. <laughs> I love McDonald's so what much. Like, the McRib, bring it back. And I'm like, it's here, sis. <laughs> it's here. But only for a limited time. Get it now. It's two for five dollars, I think. What if I did say the McRib? It was called the Ranchero. And it oh. was... It, we must have been in Pittsburgh in a test market, which is a weird place to test a Mexican burger. No, it seems burger. exactly like the right place to test food in Pittsburgh. <laughs> But it was like a Mexican taco theme. So it was like in the middle between the uh, burger and the bun, the bottom bun, Mm. there was a circular taco shell. Okay. It was great. Really? (laughs) And it had taco flavor. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh. I derailed your... No, that's it. My my only thing is a response to yours. Well, you just made me think of a cereal that I really loved (laughs) called Product 19 that now doesn't exist. It was the best. 
What was it? It was kind of like what you're saying, a cross between like a healthy mini wheat, not mini wheat, uh, uh, like a raisin branny oh. thing, but with no raisins. It was like that brown color, but also like a <laughs> brown color. It was just like a healthy color. Like a cornflake? Yeah, it was a cornflake, but like a healthy cornflake. And it was advertised almost to women as saying being high in folic acid and having a lot of the vitamins. It's Kellogg product 19. That oh, rings a bell. It was, it almost had, and why I said sour when you said that is almost had like a tangy, like Greek yogurt has that kind of oh. bite to it. Yes. Kind of. I loved this shit. And the only place I could find it was Gelson's for also like six bajillion dollars a yeah. bottle, like highway rob- bottle. What is wrong? Box. <laughs> Maybe that's the thing though, is that they, these things were too pricey. And then I went online to even try to search them on Amazon and they were like $36 for like a box that's probably four oh, okay. years expired. I was like, no, I better not. It's not worth it. Not worth it. Uh, funnily enough, I did just read an article about <laughs> yogurt. Oh! Like the, how yogurt became popular. Now it's huge. It is. You want to know why? Please. I can't believe <laughs> that I gave you up. a segue. Right. So it was in Ad Week. I'll put it in the newsletter. And it was about how Dannon yeah. like came in out of nowhere like 50 years ago and was like, at the time, yogurt was seen as this weird like yeah. European yeah. sour or um, just it's not- a funny texture. It was somebody. a flavor it's Americans like, yeah, weren't yeah, yeah, used yeah. to. And then they ran a commercial with this guy from uh, Georgia, you know, like the, in the Soviet Georgia. Okay. Who- at that time, they had a population that was living over 100 regularly, and they also eat a lot of yogurt. Oh, I think I vaguely remember this. Here, like an old yeah. and he was Mediterranean-looking like, guy. Yeah. Yes. And he oh was my like, God. here's our secret, and it was yogurt. And everyone was like, okay, you know how that happens where they'll say, you know, cranberries make you live longer. And then all of a sudden, everyone's like eating tons of cranberries. Mm-hmm. It was like that. And so they... But they found that Americans thought it was too tart, and so they added the fruit. And yeah. that's and then the reason why it's lasted this long is because they really have been good about product innovation. So they'll put it in a tube, and your kid can squeeze it in its face. The fruit will be on the bottom, right? And they keep Which, changing. By the it. way, is the only way fruit should ever be in yogurt? Why? Because that's the best. And I don't know what you mean. I don't know what you're saying. You don't even know about no. fruit on the bottom yogurt. No, I disagree. I think you're sick for saying <laughs> what you say. What? Why? That's the worst. It never can get totally integrated. But that's good because it's like two delicious treats. You get the yogurt and then you get delicious berry aftertaste. Basically, plain yogurt (laughs) till you get to the last half inch. I like kind of mix the remaining together. But it's Susie can't take any of the things I say. Like if I had, (laughs) if I wasn't so weak physically right now, I would be enraged. That is sick. And then you just sit there eating like weird fruit at the I, bottom. I suppose this is the appropriate time to tell you when I make macaroni and cheese from the box, all I do is use the cheese powder and don't mix anything else in. Look. Are we still even friends? I think that, you know what? We've had a good run with this, <laughs> this show. And I've really enjoyed Isn't working it with like you. Isn't like the opposite track thing? Can't we just stick with that? Can you tell me, like, I'm so mad right now. Like, I wish that I was hey, joking. Sometimes I'll mix in some Greek yogurt, though. Okay. <laughs> you have got to be kidding me, Sarah. This is all true. It, like, why would anyone be like, you know what? This is really good, but I'm going to remove the fat. Because that is the part that I don't want. The butter and the, and the milk. Yeah. 
Why? So I'll put in some Why? like water. I think it's like a in my head thing. Like I don't like anything. There where is I can no see way them. that's good. I'll tell you what is good. What's good? Omaha steak. Way better than just plain cheese macaroni. Have you heard people raving about this? I heard about my brother's a box. Good. Deal of the century. And come on, two boys, one of them is a firefighter. He doesn't want to go grocery shopping. He wants to just have his meat right there. I cannot emphasize what a great deal this is enough. My sister, I bought it for her, and she texted me. And for real, it sounded like she was Bob Cratchit, and (laughs) I had given Tiny Tim his Christmas dinner. She was like, I cannot believe how much meat is in this box. This is our Christmas feast. Let me tell you about the Omaha Steaks deal. It's for $49.99. You can get the family gift pack, which is what I've my sister was texting about when you go to omahasteaks.com and enter our code brain candy in the search bar and it's a 75 percent off savings here's what's in the box you ready yes this is brutal for me with this uh, cold two filet mignons two tough sirloins two boneless pork chops four boneless chicken breasts four kibasi sausages four burgers four potatoes au gratin four caramel apple tartlets one omaha steak seasoning packet plus get four additional kibasi sausages free go to omahasteaks.com enter our code brain candy in the search bar and get 75 percent off savings it's the gift guaranteed to be a hit delicious the potatoes it's au gratin so good. are will surprise you as i big. haven't had mine oh, yet they are delicious so good. okay good delicious okay but anyway about your mac and cheese problem they use all the butter and all of the cheese in the potatoes au gratin recipe is it because you are trying to like cut calories totally so you know that it's not as delicious i'm sure but it's been so long that i've eaten it like that that i've never even tried it with the other way and i think i like can't eat it to i can't believe i really can't like you've said some shocking things over the last 178 episodes i thought this would be a right time since you're you were so weak and not in a position to fight back wow that i mean i'll get over it but Mm -hmm. not soon Mm -hmm. well we just won't come to my house for mac and cheese um did you hear about oh what oh my god oh my god what I'll save that for later. Okay. Oh, I know. I, I, I have to save it for later. I got a Christmas card from somebody and I wanted to tell you it was. Oh, I can't wait. It was the Unabomber. <gasps> but I haven't, what? I haven't read the card yet. Like I, for, like I put it aside and so I want to be able to. What's you? I know. It was a, I don't know. I didn't read it yet. Didn't he kill people with mail? No. Yes. Yes. Maybe we shouldn't open that Christmas card. I know. Well, I already opened it. I just didn't read it yet. Okay. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Um, okay. Did you hear about John Ronson, you know, our friend, yeah. the author? Yeah. His uh, podcast called The Butterfly Effect? No. Tell it's me. so good. So from Scientology? No. no. John, he's the one that wrote the book, So You've Been Publicly oh, Shamed. Oh, one of our favorites. He's Who's such a talented. Who's am I thinking of? Mike Rinder? Yes. Yeah. I'm the worst. John has a podcast out. It's only seven episodes. Like, it's like one, when... Fancy people do like just the limited runs yeah. where it's like 10 episodes and that's it. And, and they're just, always really yeah. good. And um, it's called The Butterfly Effect because he explores like the butterfly effect of oh the elimination of 
the paywall for porn and what how... What do you mean paywall? Like, in order to get it, you have to pay for it? Yeah. And so now you now can access free. it. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. And, like, the lives that it changed and how, who's been affected by it and how. Tell me. Well, this guy, Fabian, decided he was going to... For early in the internet days, they there was a paywall for porn. I mean, you could get it, but you had to put your credit card in. Uh-huh. He decided to make a free site. And I feel like the name Fabian is absolutely somebody I would be like, yeah, that guy probably does porn. <laughs> and uh, sorry for anybody named Fabian. Unless did, you do porn, then what else? He, I don't. He didn't do porn, but he decided to create the site mm-hmm. that facilitated the free porn, and it then undermined all these ones where you have to pay. Yeah. So then their value went down to like nothing. So then he bought them all. <gasps> and so then he like owns them. And so wow. anytime a porn DVD comes out, a user can then upload the the movie. Uh-huh. And it's like he's not stealing it, but everyone, it's kind of like Napster. It's like yeah. everything's there for you. And anybody yeah. that's ever watched free porn, that's how you've watched it is yeah. that somebody stole it from someone else and there it is. Yeah. Unless it was like amateur or something. Have you ever seen any that's an entire full length of the clip? I feel like every time you see it free, you only get like, I mean, you get the highlight reel, but it's only like, I think that, yeah, like every eight minutes the, or is all porn eight minutes. That I don't know. I never see what happens. Like, you know, the interaction that's a good at point. the front I think door. If you look for full movies you can find yeah. them yeah. um not really in it for the plot but what else but it just explores like how it impacted the lives of the actors mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then how it, when he spoke with us on our show yeah. he mentioned how and it, only when listening to it did i remember how if you're not a teenager like a what do they call those teen i guess teens or barely legal or something 18, 19 year old. Oh yeah. On Yeah on, the on porn. porn. Yeah. Or if you're a MILF, then you have a career, but if you're about twenty five to thirty, yeah. There's nothing for you. Ugh. And so he looked into like what do those gals do? Because the reason is that it's all about keywords. And if you're just a beautiful twenty six year old, what is that? What do you, you almost put have in? to have a thing. You have to have a thing. So and all so those then, women do things. Then all those women yeah. do like custom Things like rich people pay to have movies produced specifically for them. So they do these like special movies. And so he was asking like, what's an example? And one guy was a stamp collector and he sent them his collection. What? And he wanted them to tramp on them and (gasps) set them on fire. No, this seems horrible. I know. And the actresses were like, Stamp collectors everywhere, outraged. The actresses were like, we don't want to ruin his collection. They're like, I'm sorry, but this is what he wants. Oh my gosh, I'm getting anxiety over And he watches it every day and he says he loves it. It's anyway, it's just It's like the quicksand porn guy. Mm Mm-hmm. And he took all those women and we we lured, were you watching that documentary with me or were we just talking about it? You told me about it. Yeah, and like the women in there were like, Okay, well, this is like... Yeah, and even in this podcast, John had to take a break. At one point, he went to the bathroom, and then he came back, and he said for a minute, he kind of like got trapped in the bathroom and how he started to think like if it, if that had happened to him when he was like eight or whatever, he might be into trapped in the bathroom porn uh-huh. or whatever. And how we have talked about we on totally this show. We have. Like we were talking about the guy who was a serial killer, I think BTK. Mm-hmm. Remember, and his mom was stuck in like a mattress or like a mattress spring or some kind of spring on the couch. Yeah, 
and then he had to go rescue her and he was like the hero and now he gets off on women being trapped. Yeah. And that what? was his theory of what why. Oh and God. he's probably right that something in his brain yes, you know, triggered that feeling of arousal that then he transferred to sexuality. And that happens to everybody in some way and most of us it's pretty mainstream desire. Mm-hmm. But for some people, it's this weird, quote-unquote, niche. Now, that brings up a question of do you think it's a good... And this is just like your opinion, whatevs. Do you think it's a good idea to have all of these options and ways for people to explore those kind of fringe desires? Or do you think that it further strengthens those, you know, connections to that... I mean, I've heard arguments for both yeah. sides, and I don't know the answer. Uh, my gut reaction is to be like, you probably shouldn't go down that, that path, mm-hmm. but that's just more of an emotional response mm-hmm. where I feel like, eek, when yeah. I hear about some of the de- desires that people have. Yeah. Um, and he, funnily enough, in the towards the end of the podcast, he talks about how he was on the set of one, and there's this hot porn star that is famous and you know how some people know their names like certain ones oh yeah a lot of people know yeah like there's certain popular uh whatever and she's (laughs) desired by so many people and the guy that was acting in that particular movie had to watch a Pornhub video of something to get an erection because you know for whatever reason he Mm. needed assistance and that's like the modern day fluffer is that they watch a video of something else when there's a hot porn star right in front of them. Oh, I wonder so what that does to her. She, I mean, I guess you... But he said it's something personal. Down, I know you know that, but like, that would fuck but me that, up. But to me, that's an interesting thing about how I do think that the fantasy on the screen has replaced actual human mm-hmm. arousal that can happen and that guys will go on dates and then they'll go back to their apartment and like, watch whatever they're into instead of engaging in that connection and fostering it and seeing yeah it's interesting how are you going to explain porn to your son just gonna be open yeah me Mm. too i mean it's everywhere you can't yeah avoid it so that's a tough one well that and that was one of the episodes was one of the porn stars daughters had found out that she worked in the industry and Somebody sent the daughter a video of the mom doing oh, a video no. on the daughter's bed. <gasps> right? That would that mess wreck you. you. That would mess you up. Right. Because even just the thought of like my... <clears throat> I remember being a kid and just thinking about my mom like kissing another guy. I was like... Ugh, uh, uh. Why do yeah. we... Uh, it's good we have that reaction. It's like Let biology. Let it on your bed. <sighs> Once we threw a house party when we lived in our old house in Lake Forest, and it was when my brother and I were in high school, and or maybe I was out of high school and he was still in high school. But long story short, I caught somebody at the party. I don't doing it on my mom's bed, and I was like, or she? I was there. You were there. Yes. Oh my god. what? Yes, you remember? And then we what told happened? your mom when and we were at the was, Korean barbecue. Yes, and then we, oh my, oh my God. I'm losing we, my mind right now. We you, found out that they were doing it on we your like, mom's bed. And then she was pissed. She really was. I didn't think she would be. I didn't think so either, but 
I would be pissed too. Well, yeah, but like, what was she pissed about? The disrespect, or the doing it, or the that the fact that it was a party and she didn't know about it, all of the above? No, she did know about it. I think because they had put down those beach towels on the steps with tape. So the carpet wouldn't get ruined. Oh my god! See, it's all coming full circle it back to is. the carpet. We're gonna, this is the perfect picture to post. I have of, of <laughs> your us mom telling finding her, out. Yes, of the face when she found out that people were doing it on her bed. She was mad about that. She didn't like that someone had had sex on her bed. Well, that was the night that whoever was doing it left that fancy bra at my house. That's the water bra <laughs> that was strapless that I still have that I threw away when we d- finally did the uh, cleaning. You know, does the spark joy? And I was like, no. The bra that belonged to somebody, some. Did you ever wear it? Who, yeah, like twice, but it was always a little too big. <laughs> no way. No. When I was in a pinch. Wow. Um, I'll tell you what. I don't know how to transition. <laughs> I'll tell you what I like more than a water bra. What? Bio clarity. Yes. <laughs> uh, you know I, what I won't throw out of bed. <laughs> my three step. Face wash. Right. We love BioClarity. If you listen to the show regularly, you know we talk all of the time about its magical powers. That's the technical term. Yep. It's a three-step program that helps if you have blemishes and troublesome skin, which I do. It's just a part of my routine now, and it has soothing ingredients, so it's not abrasive, but it's still effective. And they have offered a special deal for our listeners. If you go to bioclarity.com and enter promo code BRAINCANDY, you can get your first month for $9.95 plus free shipping, which is a $20 savings. And it's a satisfaction guaranteed. You guys are going to love it because it does the trick. And if you make it part of your routine, I think you'll love it too. So give BioClarity a try. Um, that's so funny. I can't believe that you forgot that I was there for that. I know. I don't know how I put up with that because I was not into... I remember and you got all high and it was the first time that I saw... Because I, you had um, bloodshot eyes and I was, that was the first time I ever knew when somebody was high. Oh, yeah. Well, oh you know, God. you hang out with my brothers at a high school party, bound to get high. Wow. That was weird. It was a weird time in our lives. It sure was. <laughs> it wasn't even that long ago. It was a long time ago. Like 10 years. Yeah. That's a long time. <laughs> A lot is, we've like been married, had kids, you. I guess so. You know. Um, okay. What else do I want to talk about? I want to talk to you about a guy who I swear had a fake Irish accent. That you met? Yeah. Okay. So I've been on like the hunt. I mean, my Christmas light debacle. It's like I keep going to the store, back to the store, returning and getting the wrong Christmas lights, blah, blah, blah. So I'm at home... No, what is it called? Big Deep Lots. Up. Oh, Big, Big Lots. Mm-hmm. And the guy who's helping everybody with the Christmas stuff, he's like too helpful. Mm-hmm. And he's the first to be like, can I help you with anything? And I'm <laughs> no, not kidding. He sounded it. like that. Okay. And at first I was like, that doesn't sound right. And then I'm like, damn, I wish I had somebody here. I wish I had Adam here. He'd like a little bit closer. He'd be able to tell me if that was real or not. I swear it was fake. Mm-hmm. And then people were indulging it like, Oh, where are you from? Oh, I'm from the north of Ireland, like Dublin, but the north of Dublin. I wanted to be like, oh, really? Give me the neighborhood. And then I wanted (laughs) to like, and then he kept asking me if I wanted help. And let me tell you, the last person I want help from is the guy who has the fake Irish accent. Did he look Irish? Mm, That's difficult because I'm like, well, what does an Irish person look like? Was he not dark skinned? He was white, but he looked more like an American than an Irish guy. Really? 
he and he said he he it just was a little fishy, fishy. <laughs> and i was like something is up with this so what would you even do what was his name i didn't even and um, but i am tempted to go back and i almost hope he has a different accent yeah like, he seems like that guy who would do that so I was going to be like, who would do that? But then I knew a guy <gasps> who put on a fake Irish accent when he was out at a bar. And, you know, because girls dig accents, let's face uh-huh. it. But then he met someone. He kept that accent <gasps> up for two years. Sh- sh- I'm not kidding. And then... The- how does he- <laughs> How that would be exhaust! Oh my god! Yeah, and he had this whole basically a double life, but the only lie was the accent. When do you come out with the truth? Well, she eventually found out, and that was the demise. That was the end. Oh my god! Oh my god! Can you imagine? No, I. But that's a real commitment. (laughs) Like I would almost be tempted to stay because that takes so much work. I'm like he must have really loved her. But, but when do you admit it? And like, why I have do they to choose you. the Irish accent? Is is it the easiest to do? Good is it. it the one that we have the? Because then, the mm-hmm. host of Saturday Night Live this week. Oh yeah, was yeah. Oh, now I have to try to get. It sounds like inertia, but it's not. It's, it's something with an S, but sounds like that. I can't remember what her freaking name is, <laughs> but it's Irish. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, she kind of sounds like him. Oh. And Are you like, saying it didn't sound right because it was just too comical? Too comical. Well. And then I was mean. like, maybe that's an Irish accent. <laughs> or maybe he really is fresh from North Dublin. So now funny. I'm going to have to go back to home, uh, uh, Big Lots. Yeah. And find out if this guy. Please video it. I definitely should. Oh, my God, I should. Hmm. That is so great, though. Yeah. Well, there there was another guy but when what I would w- be in it. I'm sorry, but yeah. what would be his incentive? Though? I think just he's, novelty. Uh, yeah, I think it's like the same. If you were to dress him up in the outfits from the ride attendants at the haunted mansion, and then make him have an Irish accent, you'd be like, oh yeah, that's the guy who works at Disneyland who does different accents every day because it's like his thing. No, he's that guy. <laughs> How old was he? However old you think that guy is. Like like 20, <laughs> 25. Yes, 25. Yeah, right. Yeah. Huh. Uh-huh. You can you shall get to the bottom of this. I know. He, he I, I don't want to make any judgments, but he could too be a brony. For that. It's too late. Could be a brony. <laughs> I don't think he's a brony. I feel like the Venn diagram of people who put on fake Irish accents. <laughs> That's a small diagram. And, uh, and the people who are bronies, the small place where it intersects, there there could be some overlap there. There's like two guy. people in the whole world. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> He's one of I found one of them. That's really funny, though. In the same experience, as I was picking out my ornaments and stuff, one other guy who was being a dick commented on everything that I touched. Oh, you're going to go with that one. Oh, going with the silver. You got to be kidding me. I was like, me. shut up. Commentary? Shut up. <laughs> what did you say, though, Nothing. for real? I was just like, yeah. Do you think someone like that is just trying to figure out a way to talk to you? Maybe, but it was dumb and I hated it. (laughs) 
But it was it wasn't even like that because it's not like he was a young guy who could be in our demographic and maybe he recognized. It's a very gendered older, interaction, of course. And he's an older guy who's like the funny dad who like he's an older guy, and he was like, "Oh, going for the silver, oh, Ooh, going with the all white thing." I'm like, "What?" That's up. maybe my least favorite human, Captain Comment. Captain motherfucking Comment mm-hmm. was on board. And I was like, walk the fucking plank, dude. Because they would never do it to a guy. No, never. Mm-mm. What is that about? <laughs> I even wrote it. After I left, I was like, I have to write this down. They're talking, Stupid guy. He's talking to, to you like you're a kid. That's yeah. what it is. They're infantilizing women. Mm-hmm. That is <gasps> true. Oh, and there's one more I wrote down. What? It was like my, th- my trifecta of dudes who were being weird. Mm-hmm. This one just really tickled my funny bone. I'm like, oh God, I can't wait to talk about this. Okay. Okay, it's 10.30 at night. I'm mm-hmm. driving back from school. I'm going to the grocery store. And as I go, and the grocery store is usually open till 11. I go up to the grocery store and they're remodeling. And there's a sign on the door that says, close for remod- we close at 10 for remodeling. Big sign, blah, blah, blah. Orange sign. You could see the sign. from. <laughs> then there's a guy, and I'm walking back to my car. And I pass a guy who's probably a middle-aged dude who's walking to the store. And I go, oh, don't bother. They're closed till they're closed. They close at 10 for remodel. Yeah, right. Gotcha. Do you or do you not think he went to the door to check? Well, now I know he did. What the fuck? I almost wanted to be like, did you need to check? Did you not believe me? And also it was, it was a dis. I mean like. What did he say when you said that? He said, oh, really? And I said, yeah, they're closed for remodeling. I said, yeah, they closed at 10. And then he had to then just keep them. walking by me and go straight to the door to check. And, and you I, watched. Yeah. And then what? It like ate at me because I was like, if I, I almost wanted to say, if I were a dude and told you that it was close to 10, would you have gone back to check? What do you think? No. Yeah. I don't think you would have. Maybe. It really bugged me. So I, you guys can write to me about this. Do you think <laughs> that you would go back and would you be somebody who would absolutely have to, not? I uh, wouldn't either. I wouldn't. And it was a, it was the it was enough distance to where you could see that there was a sign posted. Yeah, but not enough distance to read the sign. Yeah, I would have been like, I'm good. And, and also, it's shut. Nobody's going in, and there's a security guard sitting in front of the door. If I were like on the inside of the closed door. If I couldn't accept the information, mm-hmm. like I was incredulous, I couldn't yeah. believe this was true. You'd wait for then, me to drive away. Well, no, I'd be like, <laughs> "What? Yes. I am going to see. Make I can't a, believe right. it." Make like I'd be like th- mad at them. Uh huh. You know that. I kind honestly of thing. wanted to be like, "Didn't believe me, did you, dude? <laughs> what What could I have done to convince you? I was wish, it ha- my delivery? So my problem with your stories is <sighs> so is only that you do not follow up with I, each of them I, I agree you know what and and you i'll save my next one that. for next week because i got another one too that i really am kicking myself i didn't follow up on why do you, why do you think you don't well here's up. what it reminds me of is we just came out with these amazing shirts that say stop being polite mm-hmm. and i think it is it it's like in me to be polite mm-hmm. to almost like in a way, sacrifice my own mental state, my own well-being, and my own like curiosity or whatever it is to not upset or anger or disrupt the dude. Mm-hmm. Or but I'm worried the, about what their response will be if I challenge them. It's also the reason why if he had said to you, oh, they closed at 10, why you wouldn't then go to the door. 
But you'd take his word for it because uh-huh. you wouldn't want to have him. To see have him, you. <gasps> and I would have waited. I would have like mm-hmm. almost like oh wait for him to go, and then because I wouldn't want him to. Uh, yes, what the fuck is up with that? Yeah, that's like that's that is a a. a, a what are you even going to call that? Like fighting against the dominant discourse or like, yeah. fight, like we are, it is in. It's ingrained. It's ingrained. Yeah. All right. Well, wow. Downer. Whoa. Thanks for listening, everybody. Hope <laughs> you enjoyed the show. Head over to the candy store and get that shirt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you right. too can fight against the patriarchy. But with the shirt. Oh, see you next time. Bye.